the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. How can I hear from God? If I cannot discern his voice, even if he's speaking to me, if I do not have discernment, how can I hear from him? The power of revelation will take you to a new place in your relationship with God, where not only can you discern his voice, but the goodness of the kingdom of God becomes a reality. God wants a relationship with each and every one of his children, where we know his voice and we obey it. What happens when we know the Father's voice? We step into a dimension, a place where where we receive revelation and power from God, where we receive guidance from the Holy Spirit of God. Brother Paul knew that we as believers, if we had revelation, we would be unstoppable. We would never be beguiled by the enemy. Nothing in this world would move us from our belief, our understanding in God, if we had a deep, powerful revelation flowing from within us. He knew Satan could not overtake the child of God that walks in the power of revelation because it brings an experience with God. It takes us to a position of knowing, knowing God as Father, knowing the love of the Father, knowing that through the power of revelation, the experiences with God would be explosive, knowing that through revelation, we would have such dynamic experiences with God. We'd be concerned if we could even tell someone what we were experiencing. Oh, God's empowering you today, positioning you to discern his voice, receiving revelation from on high. Today, you'll discover how to walk in the power of revelation, how to discern the voice of God, what to pray for, to step into a new experience with God. The church, every child of God was meant to walk by the Father's voice and not our own, John 14 and 49. Jesus makes it very clear. He speaks by revelation only. He said, I have not spoken on my own, but the Father who sent me. He has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know that his command leads to eternal life, for I speak exactly what the Father has told me to say. He also spoke this about the Holy Spirit, for he will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears. He will declare to you what is to come. He will glorify me, 
by taking from what is mine and disclosing it to you. That's the position that God wants the church walking in, a position of deep understanding and revelation. The title of our message today is The Power of Revelation in You. Jesus and the Holy Spirit, neither one are speaking on their own, only what God has given them to say. Through revelation, we can discern what God is telling us and speak what he is saying. When what we are saying is from the Father, manifestation of what has been spoken is the result. One day I was not really happy, you know, with my husband. I I can't recall exactly what he had said or done, but I remember I just like wasn't happy about something that was going on. I don't remember the circumstance, but I do remember what he said. This is some years ago, but it was very clear in my mind. And, and so I was explaining to him, you know, I, I'm, I'm not pleased and whatever it was, you know, I was talking to him. And he said, Valerie, he said, did God tell you to say that to me? And I thought about it for a moment. I said, well, well, anyway, and then I went on saying what I was saying. And he stopped me again. He said, Valerie, did God tell you to talk to me like that? And I said, well, well, no, he didn't. But and he said, then don't do that. Then don't do that, right? Jesus said, I only speak what the Father has sent me to say during the time that he was on earth. Brother Paul said this, I wish that all of you could speak in tongues, but I would rather that you prophesy. He who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless he interprets so that the church may be edified. 1 Corinthians 14 and 5. So Brother Paul saying the gift of prophecy, he desires that we all have revelation and prophecy comes by revelation. He said he desires that we all have it and that the gift of prophecy is yet more powerful than the gift of tongues, especially because the person who speaks in tongues speaks directly to God. And without an interpreter, what good would it do the church? Praise God. Walking in the power of revelation is so vitally important. The Apostle Paul in the book of Acts is in a life-threatening situation. However, he is given revelation that all aboard the ship shall live. They're tossed at sea, and it's a terrible storm, but God gives him revelation. And notice what Brother Paul said, how the revelation came to him. Acts 27, 23 to 24. Last night, an angel of the Lord, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Don't be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So the angel told him that there will be no loss of life aboard. Only the ship would come to damage is what the angel had told him. But there would be no loss of life. What a powerful revelation that God has given this man. I want to travel in another direction for just a moment. I, uh, I heard the phone ringing in the area of the kitchen one day. And this is a time when, you know, everyone didn't have didn't have cell phones. And so I heard the, the phone ring and I went to answer the phone and on the phone on the other end of the line was my brother. And he had alarming news. He said, Valerie, and he called his son's name. He said, his son was missing. And I was shocked. Now this young nephew was in middle school at the time. And this kid meant everything to me. He was the first child born of all the nieces and nephews. And so I was in college at the time when he was born um, to my brother and his wife. And I absolutely adored this little boy. I would take him everywhere I went when I wasn't in school. And he was like my very own. I spent a lot of time with him as often as I could. And when he was a toddler, I took him everywhere. And I often thought, you know, when I finish college, I want to have a son just like this little nephew, you know. I know you understand my heart for this little nephew who's so close to my heart. Well, my brother called that day and what he said was shocking. He said, Valerie, he's missing. 
It was more than my heart could bear. My conversation with my brother, when he stated this, he said, I've gone to the neighbors, I've called the school, I've checked with the school bus driver, and no, no one has seen him. He can't be found anywhere. He said he's clearly missing. I offered some suggestions. Well, have you tried here? Have you checked over there? And difference, and he declined every one, and he had already verified all those sources. He said, he's gone, Valerie. No, he said, he's missing. He can't be found anywhere. I was heartbroken. I was devastated. I just could hardly bear this news. And so... My brother said, I called the police. And when he said that, that just sealed the case for me. I knew that if my brother had called the police, I felt there's no hope. Okay, he's missing for sure. And so he stated, he said, I'll call you back with any news that that I get. And then before he hung up, he said, Valerie, he said, please pray. I said, I will. I said, I'll be praying. And so I hung up the phone. You know, I was in the area of the kitchen and I walked into the foyer of the house and, and I couldn't take another step. I just sat down and I sunk down in the entrance of the hallway And I was in despair. There were no answers. And my beloved nephew was missing. And so uh, I began to pray. And now watch what God does. The power of revelation is absolutely amazing. I turned my heart towards God and I began to pray. And I cried out to God to bring him back to us. That that we could hear from him and tell us, you know, where he is and what had happened. And so, you know, my heart was just so deep. It was so saddened. And I began to say, Lord, you know, please Show me where the child is. Lord, show me the child. And I just was pleading and crying out to God, Lord, where is he? Lord, I need to know that he is all right. Lord, show me the child. Now, I don't know what caused me to say those words. I, I, I just began to cry out to God, and it was just a time of great sorrow in my heart. And I knew that if I could just see where he was and know that he was all right, that his burden would be lifted off of myself and and my family. And so I'm crying out, Lord, show me the child. Please, Lord, show me the child. And suddenly, suddenly, uh, the Lord gave me a vision of him, and, and, and I saw him. He was sitting in a chair, and he was talking to someone, and he was laughing and talking. And I could tell by the background around him that he was in someone's home. And so my heart just leaped with joy, you know, and I ran to the phone and I called my brother and I told my brother what I had saw. And I told him the Lord had showed me a vision and that he was all right, that he hadn't been taken, that he really wasn't missing, that wherever he was, he he had gone there of his own accord. And these people had accepted him there. And I told him the vision I saw and, and it was just amazing. My brother was so excited. He was immediately uplifted, but he said, wait a minute. He said, I still got to find him. He said, you know what? Just by what you said, I know exactly where he is. I know exactly where. So he called someone, and it happened to be, you know, again, this this nephew's in middle school. It happened to be his so-called girlfriend girl that he liked, you know. And so he, he called the home again, and he had already talked to the girl's mother. And he said, listen, I know my son's at your house. I know he's there. You know, I know he went there after school, and, and I want you to send him home immediately. And she said, he's not there. He's not in my house. My brother said, I know for a fact. (laughs) He knows for a fact now by revelation of a vision. I know for a fact that he's in your house. And if you don't send my son home to me, he's a minor, I'm going to call the police. And they're going to be at your front door. Well, I want to tell you that just shortly... My nephew was home. He was home pretty quick. So, But I'm talking about the power of revelation. This is for the church. This is where all the children of God are supposed to walk. We are supposed to have revelation from God. We are supposed to have insight into circumstances in, in life. This is a gift of God, the power of revelation. Ephesians 1, 15 to 20, the apostle Paul tells the church that 
He is persistent in prayer for them. I have not stopped praying and giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you would know the same power that raised Christ from the dead, that it would work mighty in you. This is all coming through the power of wisdom and revelation. He's talking about the power of God working mightily in them. He's praying for them to have wisdom and revelation. He goes on to say, God is able to do more than can be measured because he's at work in us. Paul is informing the church to grow in the spirit and in the power of God and that it will overtake them. He says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power, That works where? According to his power that works within us. This is the power that's in you, child of God. We have that same power. We are waiting for someone to come by and pray over us and give us something that we already have inside of us. Now, here is the way you want to pray. This prayer in the book of Ephesians will take you to a place that is absolutely amazing. To have an experience with God brings the power of revelation And when you pray this way, don't stop praying until you have wisdom and revelation operating from within you. He says in Ephesians 1, 17, he says, now, may he give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So you're praying for that. Why do you need wisdom and revelation? So that you may know him better. Ephesians 1, 17 and B. That he may give you insight. Why do you need insight? So that you can comprehend and appreciate the inheritance and God's power. He says that he may give you strength in the inner person by his spirit. This is a result that we will comprehend and experience God's love. And we will understand that Christ dwells in us. That we are anchored in love. Why do we need to be anchored in love? Because this is the transformation power of God's love that takes place within us. And we will be filled with the fullness of God. And in closing, he says that God may receive the glory, Ephesians 3 and 20, for what he has done through you. Through the power of revelation moving through you, God receives the glory. Paul prays for an overflow for the believers to experience being filled with the overflowing power of God. The apostle prayed for the church to step into a new understanding, to come to a place of heart knowledge, not head knowledge, but to go deep down into our hearts. Knowing God and just hearing of him isn't enough. He wanted them to experience Christ. He wanted them to experience the knowledge of God that passed all understanding. He desired for them to grow in Christ, to grow in the knowledge that Christ is dwelling with them, to have an experience that empowered them. It is important that we have an experience with God. When you gave your life to Christ, you had an experience and that experience changed you for all of time, being rooted and grounded in the knowledge of God, having an experience by praying to have this experience will bring you into a new dimension. He knew that they would have something to shout about. He was teaching an intimate relationship of power. He knew for the church to be rooted and grounded, they would need an experience with God And they would see God in a new way. They would step into a place and experience the love of God and the revelation and the flow of wisdom. Let's go on to another place. I want to show you about the relationship with the components that Paul was talking about for them to experience. 
Now, here's where it takes a mighty shift in your experience with God. Because the experience changes us. It gives us new vision and understanding. We cannot be satisfied where we are. I'm in Colossians 1, 9 to 14. For this reason also, since the day we heard of you, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. These are the specific things that we need to pray for and ask God for. I'm in Colossians 1, 9 to 14. This can become a daily prayer that you pray. When we begin to pray like this, we are seeking God. We're seeking him so that we have wisdom and power and understanding that it begins to operate through us. We ask that you be filled with knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now that's power so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in every area of your life in all respects. And then you'll bear fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. This is powerful. Strengthen with all power, according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience, giving thanks for the father and joy who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints and light. For he rescued us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. This is a prayer, Colossians 1, 9 to 14, that can be prayed daily and make that prayer personal. For example, verse 10, so that I will walk in the manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, so that I will bear fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of you, God, strengthened with all power and acknowledging your glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience. And so as you begin to make it personal and pray it for yourself, you're going to see mighty results. So what does Paul pray for them? He's asking for four main requests here, though. As we look at verse 9 to 14, he's asking for knowledge, for wisdom, He's asking for understanding. He's asking for them to be able to walk in the power of Almighty God. Colossians 1.9. Paul tells the believers who he has never met, we don't cease to pray for you. His prayer is ongoing. We must learn to keep praying until we see the results of what we are praying for. Paul talks about their faith. See, he tells them that he heard about their faith their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and their love for one another. And so Paul is excited about what he's hearing about the church, and and he's hearing about what's going on in Colossians, and he's never even been there. But he's excited about what's being brought back to him about the church that he has never had an opportunity to visit. And so we're reading today what Paul wrote to them from a prison in Rome. He wants to help them to build them up in a true path. He wants to build them up and for them to have an understanding and an experience with God that is absolutely immeasurable. There is plenty of time when we feel really low and we feel very limited. Those times will come in our life. But if we have the power of revelation moving and working through us, if we have that relationship with God, you have an experience with God that is absolutely phenomenal. God will operate. The Holy Spirit will operate in your prayers. He will bring you revelation like Brother Paul on the ship tossed at sea, that there would be no loss of light. The power of revelation will destroy the works of the spirit of fear. It will bring you knowledge and understanding in the works of Jesus Christ. 
His request for knowledge and spiritual insight concerning the will of God is so vitally important that each and every one of us have this knowledge and spiritual understanding. The Amplified Bible says this, that you may be filled with the full, deep, and clear knowledge of his will and all spiritual understanding and comprehensive insight into the ways and purpose of God and an understanding and discernment of spiritual things. So often we're we're asking for direction in, in business matters and in marriage matters and in dealing with our children and those types of things. But the Bible tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto us. When you're going to God saying, I, I need knowledge, I need understanding, I need the power of revelation. I need knowledge of Jesus Christ how the Spirit of God worketh in me. When we begin to cry out for these things, everything else the Lord tells us will be added unto us. We should be filled with deep knowledge of God and His ways so that we do not sin against Him, so that we keep His commandments and His laws, so that the kingdom of God is operating fully through the children of God, all the promises of God. We certainly have enough books about Praying for things, don't we? There's nothing wrong. We need some things, right? But God wants us to step into a realm of the power of revelation. He wants it to operate through you. He wants your prayers to bring manifestation of the works of God. Jesus was not praying for things. Jesus came to do the works of God. He said, as I was sent, now I send you. So Paul is praying so hard for the church, for revelation, for power, for wisdom, for understanding and the knowledge of God. He's praying so that they will go to another dimension. He wants the church to understand that there are multi dimensions of understanding the knowledge of God. We are to grow in full maturity. And so he takes us from glory to glory to glory. So we are to be constantly growing. We're not to stay babes on milk, Brother Paul tells us in the New Testament. We are to grow up and be spiritually mature, to walk in the power of revelation, to have manifestation of what we are praying for, that miracles, signs, and wonders do follow those who believe. Paul acts specifically. He tells us he's praying that we will walk worthy of the calling of Christ Jesus, of what God has called us to do, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So that knowledge that Paul is talking about will guide us in all of our ways. We will have wisdom from the Father from on high. Colossians, he says this, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but I have not love, then I am only resounding, going on and clanging like a loud cymbal. But if I have the gift of prophecy, and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have faith that can move mountains, but I have not love, I have nothing. Now, he's even reflecting upon the, one of the greatest gifts that he talks about, the gift of prophecy. But he says, even that without love is nothing. And so Paul impresses upon the church that we must walk in the love of God. And we must grow to understand that love as much as humanly possible. When we are praying these type of prayers that are in Ephesians, prayers like this that are in Colossians, our power of revelation will go to a new level. There'll be a new strength within you. The Bible says this, strengthen with all power according to his glorious might for attaining of all steadfastness and patience 
So we're going to be strength within. We won't be tossed to and fro and double-minded. We will be rooted and grounded in the knowledge of God. When one is rooted and grounded in the knowledge of God, they have the power of revelation operating through them. It is time for the church to arise to a new dimension of power, to understand the multi-dimensions of the level of understanding God, to go to a whole new place where we no longer resist the knowledge of God and the power of God. But that's by taking the limitations off of God and allowing the power of God to operate fully through you. I'm talking about the power of revelation operating through you. The prayers that Brother Paul prayed in the New Testament will absolutely take you to a new dimension of the power of revelation, and it will operate through you. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.